Good morning. My name is Johnny. We just encountered our first technical difficulty of the day. The only one, Johnny. Be prepared. <laughs> Welcome to the Unity Center for Positive Living. We're glad you could join us this morning. I'd like to read to you from the Daily Word. Today's Daily Word is about dominion. I claim dominion and direct the course of my life. While I may not be able to control what happens in my life, I am always free to determine how I will respond. Through my divine faculty of dominion, I decide what to think, what to say, and how to act. If a thought of fear or powerlessness arises, I remember all the wisdom, understanding, and strength of God are within me. Whether I'm organizing my day or moving forward after making a life-altering decision, the principle of dominion is always mine to claim. Knowing this, I move through life with quiet confidence. I am secure in myself and in the knowledge I am a divine being. I claim dominion and feel my life expand into a field of limitless possibility and potential. From the Christian Bible, you have given them dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under their feet. And that's Psalms 8, 6. Now it's time for Shirley the Presence. Please join us in singing while the Merker family leads us in Shirley the Presence. Mm -hmm. You know, we sing this twice, and um, I remember Susan Clutus always used to remind us, you know, on the second go-round, close your eyes and sing this song to yourself, because that's appropriate, too. Are you ready, Tom? Mm -hmm. Surely the presence God's love is in this place. I can feel the mighty power and the grace. I can feel the rush of angel wings. I see glory on each face. Surely the presence of God's love is in this place. Surely the presence of God's love is in this place. I can feel the mighty power and the grace. I can feel the rush of angel wings. I see glory on each face. Surely the presence of God's love is in All right, let's say our opening statement together. There is only one presence and one power, active as the universe and as my life, God good. Now it's time for a welcoming song. Our welcoming song, Open the Eyes of My Heart. see you. I want to see you. 
Beautiful pictures. Absolutely. 
<laughs> well, that's um, Kenya is in L.A. Dolores is in Connecticut, as far as I know. And as far as I know, yeah. Mike Chester is in Maryland. <laughs> and Jahari is in L.A. Susan, iPhone three, iPhone three people. Susan is in the. Susan is on Zoom. Okay. My uncles can't get here. Oh. <clears throat> Uncle Debbie. Some some someone <laughs> new's joining. Uncle Debbie, yeah. <laughs> That's a funny name. Hi, Johari. <laughs> Nice song. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Okay, we're back. Are you, are you in a good problem? location? This huh? thing on? Okay. Now it's time for announcements. Uh, next Sunday, we'll have our monthly board meeting. Everyone is welcome to attend. The weekly emails. I have still been a complete failure taking over Fry Rain and sending out weekly emails. So um, we'll see what we're going to do about that at the board meeting. And if you've got any input, please talk to me or one of the other board members, Joanne, Tom, Jerry, Eileen, or Joy. And now if you'd like to make an announcement, please raise your hand so I can recognize you. See any hands up in Zoom? Don't see any hands up in here? Okay, no further. Oh, I have one. one Dr. Daria. I just wanted to remind everyone that on the fourth Sunday, uh, the Circle America Book and Film Club is discussing the book or the Hulu series, whichever one you've seen or read, 1619 Project. So that's a really fascinating book looking at the origins of slavery and what still remains today or the implications for today. And it was on a Hulu series of six episodes. So that's a, an easy way to catch up if you wanna come in and listen or listen and share or uh, ask questions and <laughs> however you wanna be in it, Circle America and includes people throughout the country now, not just in Lewis County. Okay, three to 4.30 Pacific time on the fourth Sunday. And if you don't have the notification and would like to be invited, just email me, my office or Susan Finley at Unity. Thank you. Thank you, Doctor. You're, you're supposed to be on here. There we go. I thought I pushed that button. Oh, I've only got one more little thing. You know, folks, regularly here in our mail. We get these. We get these beautiful cards. Back, 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 back. Back, 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 back. There you go. Just stop. There you go. And they always come from our wonderful friends, Fred and Sandy, back on the East Coast. So I just want to take a moment to tell them how much we appreciate all these wonderful little beautiful cards that you guys sent. Um, we're, we're always keeping you in our thoughts. Thank you.
Okay. And now it's time for a unity statement. Please join us and we'll all say it together. We believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love. We teach universal principles and values as taught by Jesus and others, revealing one God presence. We practice prayer, meditation, and service to be conscious of our oneness in God. Now it's time for a song of joy. Please feel free to stand up and join us while the Merker family leads us in just like the sun. I went out today and I saw the sun rise. Open up its eyes, I saw the sun rise. I went out today and I saw the sun rise. I'm just like the sun. And I went out today and I saw the sunset. I saw it go to bed. I saw the sunset. I went out today and I saw the sunset. I'm just like the sun. Just like the sun. Just like the sun. And I went out today and I saw the sun hide. Hide behind the clouds. I saw the sun hide. I went out today and I saw the sun hide. Just like the sun, and I went out today and I saw the sun shine, shining out its light. I saw the sun shine. I went out today and I saw the sun shine. I'm just like the sun, shining like the sun. That was wonderful and fun. Okay, now it's time for a reading. And our scheduled reader is not here. Yeah, Hi. she's here. Where? She's here. Oh, I'm Zoom. Oh, really? Where? Amy? Hi, Johnny. It's so nice to see you. You too, All Johnny. Right, so let's turn on the Zoom, Tom. Hello, everyone. I'll be reading from uh, The Message, A Guide to Being Human by L.D. Thompson. And I'll be reading from this section on fearlessness. Uh, this first opening quote, realizing that every situation you find yourself in is there to serve your soul's curriculum is the most potent antidote to fear. If 
the very first thing you do as you confront any situation or thought or addiction is demand fearlessness of yourself, you will be able to approach each situation with complete presence of mind. How does one embody fearlessness? What does it take? Name anything, the most heinous of tragedies, the most awesome of opportunities, the most grievous of losses, a personal blow like disease, all of these circumstances are there to serve you. They come at your beck and call. You may wonder how you could have called for an unpleasant experience. Remember that the commitment to knowing means understanding that your soul has brought you to this moment. It has in which you find yourself for the purpose of fulfilling your soul's curriculum. Your soul's purpose is to educate you in the knowledge that you are divine. Should I stop? Oh, sorry, there was feedback. Anyways, your soul is moving you along the journey of your individual expression so that you may experience yourself as an intelligence that is part of the great ocean of intelligence. Thus, recognizing every event as the answer to prayer allows you to move out of fear and into courage. All too often you experience fear and don't know what to do about it. Perhaps you are skilled enough to trace an anxiety to its source. Perhaps the source is your bank account or your relationship or your health or your job or your career. Perhaps you feel that your life is falling short of what you expected. It is very easy for you to dwell in fear. Perhaps you are addicted to overeating and when you experience fear, you head for the cupboard. Perhaps your addiction of choice is television, so you turn it on. Perhaps you are addicted to a sense dulling drug. Fear may cause you to cling to your youth, but clinging to youth is the result of erroneous thinking. Behind that clinging is the expectation that you can cling to life. You can no more cling to this life than you can cling to a whirlwind. It whirls, it picks up what it picks up, and it throws off what it throws off. It is a thing of beauty. It is a thing of dynamism. Embrace the knowledge that you are vital because you are committed to life. Embrace the knowledge that you are a dynamic force because you are God divine. In so doing, you affirm that everything that comes into your life serves the, the process of change. It serves the process of continuing your motion, allowing you to be a force of nature. Addictions are signposts of fears. They are attempts to avoid what you fear. The moment an addiction arises is the moment you pay attention. Do not medicate. Do not pull yourself away from the fear by deadening it or distracting yourself from it. Look at it. Look at the fear and name it providence. Call it an answered prayer. What does this response accomplish? It allows you to be in motion and aware of your motion, aware that you are changing. Fearlessness, which means labeling all things in your life opportunity, is proactive positivism, the embrace of an optimistic view of life. Optimism is the only view of life that is sound because optimism recognizes that you exist forever as a life force and that you are forever being served. Proactive positivism is the act of looking at all the things in your life that you feel negative about or that cause you fear and imprinting on them the understanding that everything happens in order to move you forward. 
Everything happens for you to achieve the goal of lifting your vibratory frequency. The higher your vibratory frequency, the more you inhabit the realm of grace that comes from understanding that you are divine. Thank you. All right, thank you, and that was wonderful. Okay, now it's time for a meditation song. Just feel free to stay seated as the Merker family leads us in. And as we sing this simple chant together, uh, I'd like to invite you to focus on uh, areas in the body, the chakras. So Ra being the first chakra or your root that grounds you to the earth. Ma being the second chakra, um, the place uh, yeah, under the navel, the place of um, sensuality and creativity. And Da being the third chakra, the place of personal power and place in this world. Sa being the heart. And we double up on the heart, saw, and say the throat chakra, place of communication, listening and receiving and expressing. So the third eye and hung the crown chakra. Letting it shower your whole being with these vibratory energies as we chant.
Please join us and we'll say our affirmations together. I am in love with God and expression. I am truly thankful for all the good I already experienced. I am growing more prosperous with every day. I am healthy, active, old, and happy. I am always growing and expanding into the fulfillment of my potential. Uh, I have no, peace, knowing everything I need comes to me in perfect time and in perfect way. Now it's time for the Lord's Prayer. This is the first Sunday of the month, so we'll be praying the traditional Lord's Prayer today, followed by the Alleluia. Let's all say it together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from error. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 You know, here at Unity, we're privileged to have a different speaker each Sunday of the month. This morning, we are once again blessed to have the Dr. Reverend Dr. Doria Punches with us, sharing her message about embracing spiritual destiny in 2023. Dr. Doria. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Unity Center of Positive Living. And today, and this is the third month, that I'm speaking on this topic, uh, embrace your spiritual destiny in 2023. And in doing so, I am excited that <laughs> to look at this whole notion of dominion, that's something that's in scripture that I've always <clears throat> mulled over many ways, prayed about and explored. So today, that being the daily word, is just the perfect opportunity to look at that aspect of embracing our spiritual destiny. Because as Johnny read in the daily word, that 
in scripture where it's looked at as we have the work of God's hands in our dominion and that all is placed at our feet. But all being placed at our feet also speaks to our understanding and the significance of us understanding what is at our feet, understanding who we are in relationship to this earth and in relationship to creating and co-creating heaven on earth. Co-creating heaven on earth, the kingdom of heaven on earth, then becomes a significant part of us seeing dominion through the eyes of God. And that is the focus today. Every time uh, I come and speak here on First Sunday, there is a uh, subtitle to the series. <laughs> so embrace your spiritual destiny in 2023 is also subtitled today, the importance of seeing dominion through the eyes of God. And in doing so, we can't see dominion as this notion that I think has become the misperception about dominion, seeing it as um, uh, conquering, controlling, annihilating, taking anything we want that is not ours. But rather dominion is about our stewardship. It is about being made in the image of God and having access to divine mind and having the understanding of responsibility for this territory as the keeper of this territory and of working with the everything being in relationship. So dominion as it's in scripture really requires us to be seeing through the eyes of God and acting with that capacity as it grows in us through our soul's journey on earth. So doing so, all the things that Amy mentioned, you know, we, we're constantly, it's like wash, rinse and repeat, you know, we're constantly clearing any inner obstacles from our consciousness and our ways of doing, being and seeing in the world that would interfere with our access to and use of the infinite source and substance. God is the omnipresence you know, of potential, the highest potential possible. So we're looking at that consciousness and embracing it more and more all the time. So while we may not control what happens in our life, we're always free to determine how we respond. But in terms of dominion, we are gaining through our journey if we are releasing those barriers, if we are embracing that potential that is our unique part to carry. We are more and more organizing ourselves constantly as this divine actor, spiritual beings having that human experience where we are embodying 
divine mind and we are seeing situations through the, through the mind of God. Now that's compared to me seeing situations, you seeing situations, maybe it's not you, maybe it's only me and a few other people we know who may sometimes see situations through their needs, their preferences, their desires. And that happens often when people are in conversation with others, just like it does sometimes in the experience we have in today's world of uh, having polarized perceptions. It's because we're not seeing with those eyes and that wholeness that is divine. I may use the same word that you use, but I may mean something different. You may use a word that creates a positive effect for you and something you want to go right out and act about. But when I use that word, I'm meaning something totally different or I'm not really speaking to your perception or what it is your heart's desire, I'm speaking to mine. And one example of that um, that I was thinking about was when we were talking about, uh, when Amy was talking about fearlessness, was the significance of how we see what it is we are to do based on being afraid. Young man walking through a neighborhood that is not populated by people who have the same race that he does, he's experiencing himself and his freedom to walk and explore where he is. Somebody else sees him and experiences danger or fear and chases him with a gun. We have so many cases like this where people are entering situations and have holding different interpretations of what is meant. And sometimes our laws allow, our governmental law, not our spiritual law. Our spiritual law doesn't allow us to uh, harm another person uh, based on our fear. Our government law does allow that. God has the all potential mind, creates first in thought, the creation idea is perfect and that idea exists as a perfect model on which all manifestation in the world rests. When we give ourselves the opportunity to have a new mind, to know that we are often perceiving through fear or perceiving through limitation or perceiving through our identity group, but not perceiving through the mind of God or the eyes of God, then we have the opportunity to address that barrier, release that block, release that interference or reverse that wrong thinking to be in alignment with our potential and the omnipresent potential that is God creator. This takes all the spiritual capacities of humans, us as spiritual beings having human experiences. But in particular today, what came to mind for me when I was 
working on this this week was faith, love, power, imagination, our discernment. Now, faith is the perceiving power of the mind linked to a power to shape substance. It is spiritual assurance that the power is within us to do the seemingly impossible. And through us, God works so that nothing is impossible. It is a force that draws us, that helps us stand firm in this idea of dominion, actually requiring us to know the interrelatedness and wholeness of all things, as opposed to dominion as license to separate, conquer and destroy one another. And it's so important that we keep that in mind, no matter what context we're in. Fillmore was talking, uh, speaking of faith as the perceiving power of the mind linked with the power to shape substance again. So how much focus, as Jesus says, see with a single eye. And when we can focus, when we can see with a single eye, but also from every angle, see what otherwise we would be missing, then we can take in the whole. We can see no separation between us and other groups, regardless of our identity. We can see no separation between us and other groups, regardless of what caste we are born into. We can see no separation, but instead we see the wholeness or the integrity of this domain and dominion on life. One of the stories that's, that's referred to uh, in the Bible that, that speaks of this dominion in a way, not by, by word, but is the story of the prayer of Jabez. It's the prayer that they've written books about, which is fascinating because in, re in reading about the prayer of Jabez, we're looking at different interpretations of what that really is. The standard interpretation and the way it's written about actually in the book of Jabez is that Jabez, the, the word or name Jabez means to bring sorrow pain. And that uh, regardless of having been given that name by his parents, his mother spoke of uh, burying him uh, and bringing him forth into the world with pain. She bore him in pain, but in his prayer, he calls on the God of Israel saying, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my border and that your hand might be with me and you might keep me from hurt and harm. Huh, that's one interpretation. The interpretation from the Bible that is uh, translated directly from the Aramaic by Lamza says, there's a son that's born. This is in uh, First Chronicles chapter four, nine and 10. And one of them was dear to his father and to his mother. So they called his name, our eyes. Let me stop right there. Cause that's saying he wasn't called Yabez, Yabez, Jabez, all the different ways I hear people pronouncing that. He was called our eyes. So precious was he 
that he was called our eyes. And they said to him, the Lord shall surely bless you and enlarge your territory and his hand shall be with you and shall deliver you from evil that it may not have power over you and he shall grant you that which you request of him. Surely the Lord will bless and enlarge your territory and dominion, okay? And your domain and his hand shall be with you and deliver you from wrong thinking, wrong action, erroneous thought, like separation. That it may not have power over you. So in this sense, in this Old Testament, we have a prayer being made that has some kinship to the Lord's prayer to deliver you from wrong thinking, deliver you from temptation, deliver you from fear, deliver you from that which could tempt you, have power over you and rather have you live out this name, our eyes. What if this our eyes name is a way of embracing and embodying the eyes of God working through you, seeing situations, seeing, seeing new environments, seeing groups similar to and different from you through the eyes of God. That's powerful in terms of what the interpretation is and how one would apply it. Now, what the way this is most often written about is saying that the man called Jabez is praying for the blessing to enlarge his borders and for God to keep him safe from hurt and harm. But in the other interpretation, he's given that blessing at his birth and continues to walk it out with that consciousness to see situations that way, to work with situations that may be operating against him but also to be guided in those situations and protected in those situations. To be granted that which is requested, but understand in dominion, in the scripture, the meaning being not to conquer others, not to exploit and oppress others, but to understand one's relationship to the earth, to the people, to all nations, and how that existence on earth can be harmonized through the eyes of God, through divine mind. And surely with this sight, comes blessings in our territories, in our domains, in our homes, in our communities.
that the power of God works through us and the faith that we have, that we have perception that can grow and grow and grow into the mind of God. That from where we may have been operating in a limiting circumstance, we may have been looking at it incorrectly. I had some problems with my water plant here on the property, which some of you know, uh, starting in January. And it was one thing after another. Was it the well? Was it the, you know, was it the pipes? Was it um, a faucet leaking somewhere? And I had the opportunity to figure that out on 156 acres, right? So, and I just went into prayer and looked for where was the problem. Because I could still be here till December trying to find out where the problem was with a series of potential uh, experts, right? But to be shown where the problems were, where the leaks were, et cetera, is something we have access to. There are people who have special technology for that. And then there, there are those of us who have another technology for that, the spiritual technology for that. And we can join forces and work together. And that's how I found out where the leak was, where the leaks were. But if I just wanted to go down one track or one trail, I'd still be sitting here till December trying to find out, calling in this expert and that expert. In the prayer of Jabez, both of these messages, no matter which way you take them from one Bible or the other, both of these, even though there are different interpretations and different teachings that come for it, can be helpful to us to understand what our job is in our dominion and what it means to have dominion. Because some of us grew up with parents where we experienced traumas. Some uh, scholars, <laughs> theological scholars talk about uh, Jabez's mother uh, somewhat cursing him with his name, bring sorrow and pain and how he had to grow into his capability to balance that out or reverse that and to walk into a different life uh, and not have low self-esteem because carried with him in birth so that he could be blessed in plenty from God. Well, that's as good a lesson as being born with the blessing that God will surely bless and enlarge your territory. As long as we know that underneath that, the significance of understanding what that dominion means and how to operate with it. Every day we could have the experience in our lives, whether it be at work, at home, in, uh, with our significant others, with our children, of having different perceptions based on what each one of us wants or needs to happen <laughs> of what is actually going on. We can walk away both with a smile on our face and when what I want doesn't happen and what you want doesn't happen, there we are back again, wondering what the heck went on in this situation because 
we had different motives, different needs, different desires. Am I the only one that knows about that experience? <laughs> Thinking you had some agreement or understanding. I was working with two consultants and one of them uh, was reaching out for help with developing her brand and wanted to license to others um, to use her, her brand. The other one had been using the brand and wanted more opportunity to use it at no cost. They had a big discussion about it, used all the same words. Well, maybe this is a time for licensing. Oh yes, I think it is. <laughs> They're using the same words. But one of them thinks licensing means I get to use all this at no cost. The other one thinks licensing means they're getting ready to sign an agreement about use of, <laughs> use of brand. They're, they're using the same words. But their needs are driving what they perceive. They're not stepping and looking at the situation as a whole. This is happening all day, every day, between two individuals, between two communities, between two nations. But it all has to do in part with what each not only wants, but what they think is their dominion. What they think they have and should have and how they should have it, the power to direct or control. So we have a misperception of this dominion that we can correct. And I say we, not meaning everybody in this room, but in different situations, everybody in this room, in Zoom and in the sanctuary and in the community has had the experience. Of creating what could be seen as some misery for ourselves or others. But when we know that we have the provider, Jara Shalom, that we have the peace within ourselves and among ourselves, that all that is needed is being supplied, and that we have the gift and blessing of the abundance of this earth, the medicines and the plant nation for everything that is needed. The imagination of power within humanity to create necessity is the mother of invention, to create technology that can help us along with everything that grows from the earth. That we have that responsibility to cultivate the relationships, to cultivate the earth, not to rape the earth but to cultivate and work in harmony. Ah, again, the eyes of God, our eyes, so precious is this divine mind that I would take it in to break and move aside programs, any programs that would keep me from being in alignment with the kingdom and queendom of heaven on earth. How precious.
that we, we could wipe away the tears and experience the holiness that is in our hearts to be in integrity, to be as one and not be in separation, to be in service and not be in exploitation, to be in the beauty of our dominion and not act as a beast. to bring forth and regenerate what is possible, although it may seem impossible, by changing how we perceive, by seeing dominion through divine mind and the eyes of God. What would we have to pick up weapons of destruction, weapons of mass destruction for, if we were seeing dominion through the eyes of God. Spiritual law, not just governmental law and not just personal law. So I pray that we can be in alignment between spiritual law and our personal laws, where we keep growing in our journey, in our curriculum here on earth, we keep growing to make that evolution and embrace this inheritance that's given to us. We don't have to stay stuck. We don't have to stay in the polarization. We have living in this virtual world. We have many opportunities all day long to cross these delusions of separation. It doesn't mean, seeing through the eyes of God, I must say, does not mean that we see everything as uh, all potential that we we need to also be able to see and discern, which is part of our spiritual gifts, to be able to discern what is happening now versus what is potential and is not happening. <laughs> don't you think that divine mind, don't you think that God sees that in this Christ consciousness, in this omnipresence and omniscience is the distinction between what I'm doing now versus what I have the potential to do, how I may respond now versus how I have the potential to respond. So that's also part of the responsibility and we can't get lazy. I had a friend the other day that tell, told me, she says, as old as I am, I can't believe that I'm still falling in the trap of perceiving this situation this way and acting this way when I know differently. Why might that be? It's because sometimes we're, we are addicted to seeing it the way we wanna see it, even though we've had the experience of showing us this is something different from that.
it doesn't mean the person is being faithful. If I am persisting in seeing something a particular way, when it's not coming that way, it's not being shown that way, it's because I basically want to keep doing what I'm doing. I don't want to change. It's a funny thing to think about as status being attached to the status quo, but it is another way of saying that. So this divine mind and these eyes, let's embrace it. Let's take them on. Let's wear them all over our body. It means a new mind, a new body, working with creative law continuously. Everybody in here who's had a major healing experience using Christ consciousness, using thought, knows what a discipline this is. We see through the mind of God. We see through the eyes of God. We see truth and pray to, to enlarge our borders, the borders of our consciousness, the borders of our consciousness beyond limitation to be hand in hand with divine mind most high and beloved Holy Spirit, then we have miracles a day. We have joy everlasting. We have seen in the fire the face of God in the holy fire and we see it in the action of our lives. And we pick up our life, as Jesus said, I laid it down according to scripture and I picked it up to lay down the life and to pick it up as a holy life, to claim that we are doing that new thing, that new thing that is prophesied here and now. And so it is. Let's close our eyes. Let's do our meditation. Our meditation. Take three very deep breaths from the core of the earth up through the crown of the head. Inhale with your mouth closed. Exhale with your mouth open, lips open. Again, inhale. Exhale. Third time, inhale from the core of the earth all the way up through the body, up to the crown of the head and back around like wings of a butterfly around body. Exhale. From wherever you are sitting and standing right now, imagine yourself at the center of the earth, the power 
the kingdom of heaven now here at hand through you, the light flowing from the crown of your head through the rest of your body. Imagine the eyes of God all over your physical body and your energy field right here and now. Because when we see through these eyes, we can take any situation that has been of any disturbance, whether it's in society, within your home, within your body, just pick one. And at this moment in time, look at it. Through the temple that is your body. With the eyes. All over your body. Move around that situation, rotating yourself around whatever it is, out picture it, rotate around it and around it and around it until you see something that you hadn't quite seen this way before. Whatever tiny thing it may be, however small, Put out your hand, allow it a place to grow so that you can see it in your hand. And we ask God to expand your borders, to expand your consciousness. so that the light that's shining on that one thing is also shining in your mind, in your body. The light went on. And if need be, it can continue to go on beyond this moment. With all the joy, all the wisdom, all the love and imagination that is yours in divine mind. It's a matter of a problem, see the cure. Make that your focus. Make that your vision, make that your spiritual destiny. And so it is.
Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you, Dr. Dorian. For every problem, there's a solution. With the vibration of the problem and the vibration of the solution are very different. If you could do like Dr. That's Dorian, right. focus on the vibration of the solution, you'll find it too. Now it's time for our offering. We'll work together in spirit physically and virtually. We want to thank everyone who has donated to Unity by mail. We appreciate any checks sent to the church at 800 South Pearl Street, Centralia, 98531. You can also donate online by clicking on our donation page on our website, unityofcentralia.net. As we hold our offering in our hands and hearts, let's say our offering prayer together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, all that I am. And now it's time for a blessing of thanks. Let's all say our blessing of thanks together. We bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly. And so it is. <laughs> It's time for a healing prayer. Members of our community have requested we send out healing prayers and energy to the people of our communities who must deal with basic human needs while living without a home. As always, I'd like to send out our collective healing energy to everyone and everything being affected by the worlds out there in the world. And uh, if you all please continue to pray for my son, Chris. He's recovering from his head injury. Then he can still use our healing energy. Now, if you want to focus our collective group healing energy for someone, raise your hand on mute, tell us who it is, shout it out, hold it quietly in your heart, wherever you feel best. Thank you. Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. Amen. Now it's time for a prayer of protection. Let's all say a prayer of protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. And I'd like to take a moment to thank all of you who made our Sunday service possible. Thank you, Tom, for resolving our Zoom issue up here with the crashed computer there. We deeply appreciate all the ways you've given your time, talent, and treasure. Thank you for slides, Penny. Thank you for reading, Amy, if you're still out there. If you're interested in serving, please speak to Susan during fellowship time about volunteering to be a reader. Also, please join us next Sunday when licensed unity teacher Audrey Pitchford will be our speaker. Finally, please stay with us after service if you wish to share a fellowship time. Now it's time for the peace song. Let's all form a circle and join hands in the center. And in Zoom land, go ahead and look at gallery view and we'll sing our song of peace together. Mm -hmm. 
Take each moment and live each moment.